0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Hello and welcome. Welcome to the
0: fabron popstar. Right, a special edition from the island. The
1: lovely beautiful Spanish island
0: It is indeed what we are doing and what we have been trying to to say once or twice before, but we don't know how well land it landed, is we never had had the time to have a long Hmm. protracted honeymoon when we were first married, so we decided that we will, from then on, always have a yearly honeymoon installment we're going to pay back to ourselves. And this is this year. It's
1: just a nice few days
0: away. some of them are nice, that's some, nice. nice. some of them are horrendous. Let's keep it real. No,
1: there's nothing like real uh, values to be raised the universe.
0: Well, I don't know if you should quite advertise for that, but we have gone through all kinds of um, theoretical discussion anywhere from what the universe stands for to what the workplace needs in its new paradigm and how to really land change that will make people's lives support better. Yeah. So with
1: theory, coming. New
0: are you? Yeah. Do we not, when we harden those plants a little really bit more? And let me tell you, when we do come so, on sorry. to that, all of those will sound Freudian, and it was like, yes, they will. Um, so, yes, we have done a lot of thinking. We have looked at data, sobering data, some of which is um surprising us in negative ways, some of which is giving us hope, um, that there are signals from the market in various ways and we have seen them in the wake of this book coming out. And I suspect this is what we should spend some time talking about today. We wrote a book. Some of us wrote a book, uh, also me. I and uh, down the the fort and major kids are being fed and uh, shown the appropriate um, so the book is called Seculate Culture, you guys have heard about it quite a number of times. There are different bits in it that are interesting for different people and for the purpose of this podcast I let Dave come up with a list of Things that he thinks would be interesting for for Tiki is that I have no nope. double check. This is this is news to me. Mm-hmm. It could go either way. Um, for all we know, this could very well not record very well. We, we know we're capable of destroying whole episodes. Yeah, so to go so we're nice thinking travel. of this as a, as a as an interview as an interview um, format, right? Yeah. You just ask me stuff about the ball and I'll say. Just don't ask me. Into my details about the book. I don't remember those, did you know? Alright. I wish we were not so. Okay. Alright. Fair enough. So, your third book? That's right. Thank you.
1: Uh, but how
0: does the book In relate last. to
1: that? I have an idea, so I can relate to each other. What parts do you have to be? You know, why? What parts do you have to be?
0: Nice. Thank you. I like that. Okay. So let me go through the titles of these. I don't know the full titles, which is hilarious. Um, publishers always want to have subtitles, um, no less because if you're walking through an airport, you're less likely to kind of get what the, the meaning behind human dead or techless culture or, or people not Um but I tend to not remember the full names of them. But so book number one was Emotional Banking. It was practically my parting gift to the fintech industry where I was just saying, this is all I know, do what you will with it or ignore it as you always have. But um, there are forces keeping you from, and agility, there are forces keeping you from moving fast enough technology-wise to be competitive with technology houses elsewhere. Um, that was, Circa 2018, I so and then there was a good few years that I spent trying to kind of go, here's the book, don't ask me anymore, I don't want to discuss it. Um, to kind of extricate myself from that topic because it occurred to me while writing it that human debt is a lot bigger than just as it pertains to the, to the, to the banking industry, and then. As I moved away from it, um, and into what is human ad and where are we going with this whole? And let's look at people, let's look at technology. I then stepped into what looks like a combined world of agility and DevOps and technology and HR and product management and performance and human EQ and you name it. And I very quickly worked out that I was in many industries instead of one so i had left fintech which was a bizarre frankenstein type of industry that we had uh, sprung in in a good 10 years and then I ended up in these many other ones which were in, indisputably super fragmented and super away from each other and super incapable of like um growing on the back of each other so very disparate entities, these these industries seem to me the the devops community the agile community, the product community the data community the dev the developer community the it was insane what amount of communities there need to be when what we mean is technology so okay. when I saw that and I combined that with human debt, that is the essence of what people not Take like my second book is about, which is essentially saying. We, one, have human debt, which is defined as the equivalent of debt, the amount of things that we have left on the table, undone, unsolved, unpicked, in terms of crisis, in terms of needs, in terms of lack of respect in the workplace, in terms of projects that haven't been worked out, in terms of leadership that hasn't quite landed the messages they need to, in terms of all the big mistakes, people, those are human debt. And I saw human debt and I thought, it's no wonder we have it. We have mm-hmm. Kind of monumental piece. cost between. It 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 wasn't an epiphany. It was a sad growing realization that, as you see, lands on us every day yeah. and It's no wonder we have humanity if we have these big of, of gaps between HR and business, between tech and business, between HR and the CEO, between yeah. It it wasn't creeping. It was as usual sobering and and sad. I think everyone knows that. I don't think anything I've come up with is the original. I genuinely believe nothing I've ever come up with is original. I'm just an an, an a lack of self preservationist fucker who is willing to just say it like it is.
1: Hmm
0: i don't want to go in depth into into those uh, mm-hmm. no but uh, but you know now from having been on this journey for long enough that it's a it's a thankless journey even when you do well if you're to activate effort and an emotional spend to gain we will invariably have,
1: have a loss rather than gain so. <laughs> uh, so we almost had a tax phase for a while. Ways of working, ways of working, without ways of thinking. You know, it stand on that.
0: You know, anytime that anyone invites me on a podcast and asks me and, and I am your your guest today, right? It's the launch of my book. Thank you very much for having me on this podcast. I want to talk about agility and how culture is tech-led and motivated by culture and now you're being asked to a question saying, did you not write several years ago that you cannot have the ways of work without the ways of thinking and did you not publish that in Forbes and did that not become a bit of a scandal in the industry and a good 10-15,000 people read it and had a comment about it and so on. Then the answer to all of that is yes, it didn't happen. <laughs> but um, hilariously, it also didn't leave a mark. Any mark. Well, not enough of a mark, Like, us put it that Yes, yeah, I don't see progress. And this is not the self-serving, oh, I should be able to move mountains. This is the... If that was, the, it, it's a rather more modest, if that was the time where someone like me understood something like that, well, why wasn't that sold? It's a, it's a lot more modest of a proposition, which is why is it still there? And I think a lot of people that are saying, I've been saying this 15 years, are losing the, 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 the context of how that makes them old, unimportant, potentially outdated, Possibly wrong, clearly unproven right, and, and, and that adds to the fact that they are never part of that perceived screen that rises to the crop of the execs listening to these things we said. So that was, we are now with, um, my second book called People Before Tech. The importance of psychological safety and teamwork in the digital age. Mm Good title. good title. Also really good content, it's let me tell you. It's all about what the hell? Why do we have these gaps? Why don't we come together? Why doesn't DevOps hand, hold hands with the human people and make learning part of our DNA in enterprises so we win? So we can be the humans who go back to the cave and retreat from the ridiculous sci-fi scenario we are in today where machines are coming together. We so can get them back there in a second. But that was my thesis even back then. We won't be able to do this unless we give each other a hand and we we we, we close the gap. And ask me if that book made the mark.
1: Did that book make them up? Did my novel have a mark the world? good
0: question. A good question. It's been it's been translated in Japanese and simplified Chinese in tens of thousands of Numbers of it, of, of, of booklets, so a book. So I have to wonder, did it make a difference? Why would there be thousands? Of, do they just get old in a library, and no one really wants to read it, or have they read it, and have they understood where we're going? Has that resonated differently in different cultures? And I'm, I would be, I would have to fall back on my sword and say, cultural differences do matter when it comes to human diet, which I've always confessed is never the case because I've always wanted to go to a, an an equivalent state rather than a, a, a differentiation state. And with that said, I haven't heard of as much of European students looking at people before tech and the importance of psychological safety and teamwork. So let me tell you, all that books says, it. don't be stupid. things matter most. Don't be ridiculous. Psychological safety is the only thing stuff you hear every day and it's cheaper valid and it it holds nuggets of here are 10 ways to do agile here are five ways to not be a dick with your uh, subordinate. you name it ask me how much money i've made of that book in the last few months or shall i ask you how much money has your wife made of a book called people before tech, the importance of psychological safety and teamwork in the digital age, just by the name of it. How 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 about what would she have made? A Yacht? Nah. Come on. We all know she doesn't make much money off books. So no, it, wouldn't. it wouldn't have been a Yacht, right? No. It would have been... What about a small Fiat Panda? Would it have been that? show sure. Of course Second-hand cell. Yeah. Oh fiat panda. I contribute fuck's sake we need to change the world of work and culture. They give me back a fiat panda in that book, right? Would that make would sense. Change. Let me ask you something. Do yeah. you know many economies where you can buy a fiat panda for under a hundred pounds? Because if you yeah. can't, then I can't afford one. I can't afford it. Because that's what this book has made over the last month. the book is a shit. maybe it is. But if it is, then why aren't there more reactions to it? To tell me so. Yeah.
1: And if very, the book isn't, so what happened
0: then? Why aren't they reading it? And they're not reading it because we discussed it. They they don't read. Who does? Who reads? Who reads? Who reads? Who reads? No. Who reads?
1: No,
0: no. They might listen. They won't read. So, because of that, I want to do something on my pod, then I feel is pathetic and I would have hated it if I heard it on pause. So, I am not upset if all of you listening to this just turn it off and go F this. Because, yes, both this pod and the Secret Society of Human Work Advocates and Human Death Fighters and Preventers, yes, we know it's a long fighter, um, have had to listen to this because. I think humanity is coming to a point where nothing is going to give us a common understanding of these things but an Amazon memo. The Amazon memo around the human work we need to keep being Mm -hmm. culture-led, culture-driven, culture-successful, culture-innovative. And that long... Document a memo, maybe manifesto, needs to start with all of us shutting up and listening, and then all of us giving our most honest opinion. So I'll be annoying first. The table of contents of secular culture is as follows. I am going to read it to you. It's annoying. Get off this podcast. I'm telling you now. But if you listen to it, promise to me that you'll at least listen to the topic and if any of them makes you go, fuck yeah, that one I need to check out, check it the hell out, because it means you have human that you could overcome. That's all I have. Anyway, the titles are as follows. At first, we attacked what is the new paradigm of the modern workplace. We 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 contend that the modern workplace is a very different beast than the one we've had in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 50s. And in the history of the workplace, we are coming at a time where it's composure and it's, it's, it's methodology and it's intrinsic nature has to change. Um, so we started with the story of the workplace so far, uh, a very modest and, and popularized type of story. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not contending my, my work on, on the research has been as thorough as I would have liked it or as good as a PhD. Um, it simply tried to kind of set up the stage of what where in the hell are we when when it comes to knowledge place? And then the second bit was let's think of this culture, this notion of culture, business culture, it's right? Not societal culture, because it's important that we make the difference. What is business culture? Is it accidental? Is it an, an a um an effect? Or is it by design? Have we meant
1: it? Uh, No. It, everyone thinks about really yeah, it. What does that exactly mean? No one can see the new rights at all.
0: Funny you should say that, because you can find that out on page 16, as soon as you started this book. There's a whole chapter over there called Defining Culture. Um, and then it goes straight into being honest and saying, "Is it maybe just a, a collection of good behavior, which is my best definition, to be honest with you, giving the the the, the punchline away mm-hmm. or um, and then go further, is it accidental or intentional? Can we design can we decide that it will be a certain way and then have it uh, uh, grow that way and then if not. How does yes, how does human debt relate to culture? Do we all have human debt? Um, if you do have it and you need to change something, you need something called culture. And believe it or not, culture change probably it, it says in this book culture change is hard, page twenty three. But it's obviously the most minor of minor statements ever. Culture change is damn near bloody impossible these days, and I don't want to even go there. But then it says who is the keeper of culture in an organization? Who is it? I'm asking, you know, who's the Keeper of Culture? I I will ask you each of these questions from the book. Chapter... It slipped, is not it? it? Who is the Keeper of Culture in an organization, in your opinion? Page 25. Who is the Keeper keeper of Culture in a tech organization? Tell me now. Quick. Short fire. Everyone. Nice one. I think most people would say the HR director. Fucking bullshit. It's not. Or the CEO also. It's not. It's all of us. Yes, you're right. Good answer. Good culture versus toxic culture, what's one or what's the other? Can you feel it? Do you think you can feel it? You can feel it. We can all feel it. We can all absolutely feel it. How about how do you measure good culture and who does? How many companies measure good culture? Very surprising answer at page 30. What is the human audit method? That's a surprising one. And let's, let's take two seconds. If we agree there is human debt, Every organization has some un-good happening. I'll, I'll, he'll mute himself and go get our foot while I tell you about this. Did you? Yes. Yeah. He did. Excellent. So, what do we believe is human that? What's the audit method? If we believe we have it, we know we are all behind on various topics. We know there are better things we should do in the way of of human and We haven't done that, that. There's a lot that needs to be caught up If we believe that. To be the case. Well, you heard that, didn't you? Um, If you believe that to be the case, then where do we take this? How do we do it? What's the next to do? And then, if you're going to figure out what your to do's are, you have to start from a place of honesty. You have to go all the way back and. And figure out what is it that you think is of value? What is it that you think you're trying to build? What is it that you're attempting to, to, um, to, to, to get to in your enterprise? Because if you step back and you go, yes, I'll be honest, we have this thing There's human that galore over here. I might not want to tell it to my colleagues. I might not know where to catch it from. But if I sit down and I do an audit, I do an audit between all of us then I know what the real truth is. And I can be honest with my guys, and my guys going to this rock bottom, going to this place of this is our human dad, this is the reality of what we do and do not have, are going to then become an actual team. And when they become a team, when they become, they, they need the same thing. Hold up a second. And then the book goes, at page 31, it talks about something called what is the human that audit method? And I want to take a second about this. I know it's self-serving, and all of the people that are catching to this podcast, they want me to just be real and bash McKinsey, but I also want to be real enough to just be, be, be honest about our journey, right? We created a human that audit method. What it is, essentially our way of saying if you have the intelligence, the emotional intelligence, the, the courage, the passion and the uh, resiliency to be the leader you need to be and to be honest about your human life, then we are here to help you look at it. To look at it, the things to do are, and then the book goes on to actually list the, the, the steps. They're detailed enough that you could nail a year strategy off of them.
1: And how long would you know
0: this? How long would If I look at page 31, you'll see that there are 10 steps. that aren't even an audit. There are human death healing methods. The audit is only the checking out part. It's only the beginning of it. Maybe it's steps one to four. And then everything else is elect the correct constellation of frameworks and software and philosophies to lay out your human work. That's not a audit. That's a death. It's all, all that's left to do. So in, in very short, The blueprint of what to do to eliminate human death is neither unthinkable to anyone else but us, nor difficult. It is made impossible by the the, the waves of fear in every organization. Anyway, let us continue. And then we go through the organizational crisis, right? We just touched on it a little bit. We have a leadership crisis. We have a mental health crisis, a lack of engagement crisis, and an EQ crisis. And if you're listening to this from the technology sphere, please pick up the book to just look at the definitions of these because I think they will resonate. When you look at the crisis of leadership, these are leaders that have been trained to be command and control, and they are unfortunately incapable to do the servant leadership, which you might not like the title of it because it annoys some politically correct people, and it might. Get Jeff Sutherland up enough to extract it from the guidebook, which I find absolutely insane. Sorry for the French, but it is insane. Why do we extract expectations instead of pulling people to them? mean, don't even get let me get there. But if you see the reason why you need to have better leadership, more empathic leadership, more acute leadership, more um, um adaptively, that you can know when to step it up, when to step it down, when to ask you to pull yourself, when to give you a flow. Those are unquestionable things. That I don't know anyone who's understood. I've said this for the last 40 years. It's the most fundamental thing of it all. I don't know any expert who understood the point of human work. Psychological safety. Google's Aristotle. Performance by having good human relationships and regular self-work and teamwork as well as organizational and societal work and understood all that and went don't want to do it I don't I want my people to be horribly pained I want them to be suicidal I want them to feel it horribly There's no no person that does that. We're all good humans. We're all decent enough of humans. Some of us might be consumed by fear to where we don't know how to help. Many of us. Most of us. I don't know how many of us. But for the most part, we just want to do good, but we don't know. Anyway, back to the book. Um there's a chapter in there called uh, redefining engagement. Is it satisfaction? Is it happiness? Is it thriving? Oh, back to the crisis really quickly for techies listening to us. There's a crisis of leadership like we defined it, but there's also a crisis of uh, engagement. You heard about it a million times. Dialog told you that there's billions of times of spend five every year in lack of engagement. We know this is common sense, but no exact sense to understand in the clip. Um, but you also have a crisis of mental health, which has been kind of aggravated by COVID, obviously, and our, our uh, landing on these more traumatic times. But you also have, lastly, a, a crisis of EQ, which is probably the biggest crisis. If you fix your crisis of EQ, you're likely to have fixed your crisis of leadership, your crisis of mental health, your crisis of engagement. Because what you need in the workplace is to stop being stupid, to stop pretending, to stop faking. I don't know why I'm sounding um, bizarre, but we can't be who we promised we would be at work. Uh, to to quote uh, Tomal and female and Tomal. Um, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: But you, you, they're expecting out of us something that humans should not be able to offer. Humans have lied about their capabilities to offer this intellectual ability only. And let me tell you, if they could, mm-hmm. if
1: what they offered the workplace were their most illustrious, IQ skills,
0: that is what they have done for the past 50 years. Yes. In the next 10 years, that amazing skill of theirs it will be utterly and absolutely worthless because we are coming to a time when your intellectual skill, what you knew, what you brought from school, what you learned from a book, what you is mathematically correct, is fucking worthless. You'll never be better than the machine that can do that same calculation. You'll never be a smarter code that you'll never outcode the clean code AI that's gonna eventually happen. All you can do is out-humour them. You can't out-code them, you can't out-write them, them. You can not outcode code them you can not out write them you can not out translate them you can not out resource them you can not out employ them you can out human machines. Anyway, back to this. Then the book goes into what is the psychology of thinking? You'll be surprised to hear. And, and this is something that you and I want to spend a lot more time on. We, we've been talking about this in light of kind of Kent Beck having found Alistair Cockburn the other day <laughs> by saying the science of joy is a thing um, and by the community having kind of a little bit woken up to this might be a thing if we don't agree that the human work is a thing we'll all be forced back and we'll all be made to write shit we know is no good. So I think people with good moral and I wanna, I wanna be careful, but people with good professional standards will have taken this time in the technology sphere growth to go, much is changing. A lot is being asked of us that is unnatural, illogical, not needed by the enterprise. Mm -hmm. And I am not going to do that. I, as a professional, will not put my life through the demands that are I feel are illogical, uncomfortable, unprofitable, you know. If these tenants are against what I believe is right, I can't work with it. And it's a, the, the age is coming of people going, you're, we're not a match for each other. You're not doing me a favor giving me a job. I am doing you a favor coming in with my humanity to it because you already have all of your machines. If you want my humanity, you appreciate my humanity. Right, so part two of this book is called Making the New Ways of Working Work. I know you're in this podcast. Yes. Um, and this one starts with agility and the new ways of, to run a team. Because those of us that are listening today don't so need to be told what is agile, what is agility, what are agile teams, what's agile management. But the vast majority of humanity does. They don't know, they can't tell what the difference is. They don't understand that the non-sequential, non-linear thinking, that agility and the, the, the ever-experimenting, open for failure of vulnerability that agile demands, is either a DNA level or nowhere at all. So that's why this chapter is here. Then there's a chapter called "On Belonging: Diversity and Inclusion" because we can't go around, cater around the topic of DNI. But this is. Attacking d n i from different perspectives instead of just d n i in general should we all be diverse and inclusive this goes into yes, let us let's 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 separate into what the bits are what's d n i and psychological safety how psychologically safe should people be to feel included and diverse and and hurt analyze that and then what's d n i and belonging very trendy term what's d n i and thriving or happy employees. And then I spent some time talking about DNI and neurodivergence, where you know that it's a topic newly close to my heart that I would like to spend a lot more time on in the future uh, for various reasons. And then the second part of the book is dealing entirely with remote flexibility, office-based versus anywhere-based versus understanding outcomes versus understanding performance. Versus comprehending that stress and burnout and um, level of effort versus flow versus they're all connected in such intrinsic ways we can't think of them separate. Then it's discussing all of these new things that have come in after COVID in the way of types of knowledge work, burnout, um, the way that the work-life balance and the, the you know, the, the Amazon notion of there is no work life balance. that's what is often saying there's no there shouldn't be a delimitation. There should just be what feeds your soul and what feeds your being as like a human being and what you find sustainable and acceptable, right? It should not be what work and what what's personal. Um that's one of the the, the the philosophies I subscribe to, but not everyone has to. And then there's a lot of discussion on breaks in time off versus non-linear work and for satisfying work, because I think that's where the key is. Um, then we're discussing the four-day week, which we, in the UK has, and the, in New Zealand, if I remember correctly, it has seemed to have been an experiment and has absolutely landed it. And then we spent quite some time on the bits that matter, I would say, which is what servant leadership? How in the hell do you do this? checking of your human death, and what will make the biggest change, which is lead with purpose, start with, not lead with. Everyone heard this. It's a, it's a shitty a kind of lead with purpose, lead with flow, fade the impact. It means nothing. But what we mean is, if you you want to start somewhere that people go, fuck, this makes a difference. I'm feeling some magic here. I'm getting there. I'm I'm caring about the shit again. Start with purpose. Start with passion. Start with flow. Start with the shit that makes deeper go. This feels good. I'm worthwhile. I'm a professional that brought something. Life is not bad. Keep your developer, sir. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, David is hesitant to give you the, the the big point of our finale. But before then, I'll just wrap up and say, the book goes in to say you can change behavior to increase EQ. It's that simple. Change the behavior of your team, change the behavior of your people, change the behavior of your modern leader, teach them slightly, easily, calmly what's an emotion, how to tackle it. Things they've never been taught before, how to human, how to be a new inspirational or non inspirational just a genuine human being, Mm -hmm. right? Teach them that, how to do that fearlessly. And you're good. You already have inspirational leadership, right? So a lot of this is about feedback loops, changing behavior, how do we do the home run work, how does it become a habit with empathy? How do you overcome in resistance and entrenched attitude? Spoiler. Most of this book should have been about that. Mm-hmm. And then how do you nail flexibility? How do you nail this new paradigm of work where let everyone be their best self so they can put it together and make the, the flowy, spicy, performance thing that others were so... Pleased to see in, in effective teams. It starts with psychological safety. It might go through altered state if you listen to the latest research, mm-hmm. but it definitely ends up where these teams are performing in a way that consistently turns out agile instances of their technological dreams. And
1: wow!
0: <laughs> One would hope. How many minutes of this has it been? I've been in a it's in, a, in the flow. a little bit, yeah, in the flow, yeah. I wish it's been you. fun. As a
1: developer, when you've been in the flow space, oh, I pop can't pop take me. you anymore. When you climbing,
0: of okay. What time is it? <laughs> what time is it? Where are we? This is a book. And and the reason we've read you all this genuinely, it's because you don't have the time to read all of it. But if you have the 19 pounds or whatever the split be cost to buy it and wrap it up and put it in your back pocket and from time to time go to the chapter that will show your exact what was, then do me only one favor, please, if you've never done me any. Um, leave a review, even if it's bad, even if you think it's shit, even in particular if you think it's shit, if you think this is wrong, Technology will not change us. We won't need to do anything. There's not going to be pair programming, no TDD, no special humanity happening because you're wrong, lady. Leave it and then tell us. And if you tell Dave or you tell me that you've left a review, we will give you a link to all of the resources you've ever seen. Everything we've ever done, more of the crap you hated. <laughs> <laughs> The articles, the videos, just take them all and disagree to your heart's content. Make yourself a goggle box out of how shit I am. Why don't you? But let's debate it. Let's go there. Let's all be honest. That's way too much fakery, insanity, and unlovingness in the world. And this crap is going to give you a couple of ways to get further along as a human that fighter or a human dead preventer. And we can't ask for anything more. Oh yeah, no, I lie. We, we can ask for more. Go buy the software. Go, go at least download the free shit we've given you. Because let me tell you, when you when you hear this, there's going to be some reference or other to an article that we both wrote as to how many people wanted to have the free shit we've been giving out for the last few weeks.
1: Surprising number.
0: Come check us out to find out what that number is. Mm-hmm. But so far, thank you for listening to me, not us. For thing has been said there, mm-hmm. looking at me. Admiringly, mm-hmm. which I have to very be nice. very, very, very grateful good. here, has done. You know, we did tell everyone that they can come to this podcast to hear how you've become a human that... A fighter instead of a techie and they heard none of that so maybe they should come into the next episode we promise there they will bear his soul as to how difficult it's been hopefully you take something out of that and meanwhile buy the blog leave a review so you get this free membership and come talk to us there's loads you can do and we don't hope for anyone but the ones listening for this bye
1: bye